Have you heard that you're not supposed to be drinking water with meals? Well, today we're going to be taking a deep dive into this information so you can decide if you want to drink water with your meals. All the nutrition information out there today, everything's conflicting, completely confusing. How are we supposed to be healthy if even the experts can't agree? This is Outspoken Nutrition. I'm your host, Laura Timbrook, and we're going to break it all down. This is the one thing I love about this podcast is being able to give you the information so you can make the choice what's best for you. So let's take a look at this. Let's start off with what the Mayo Clinic is saying. Now, when we look at Dr. Michael Pico from the Mayo Clinic, he says there is no concern that water thins down or weakens digestive juices or interferes with digestion. Now, that's great. I love the fact that this medical doctor is giving us this information, but I want to know what the studies have to say. So when we look at the studies, there's two studies that it really references. So the first one is a different gastric and uh, pancreatic responses to solid and homogenized meals. The second one is the gastric emptying of physiological mixed solid liquid meals. So these were two studies and really what they're showing is they don't see a difference. Now, one, these are two very small studies. The other thing we see with this is when we look at the different um, gastric and digestive responses for the solid, liquid, and homogenized meals is that they basically had two meals. They had a liquid meal and a homogenized meal, and they both were identical in composition, meaning they both were a sirloin steak, bread, butter, ice cream with chocolate syrup, and water. Both of them had the water. That's kind of, that's not what a lot of the health and wellness information is talking about. They're telling you that when you drink water with a meal, that it affects your digestive juices. Both of these studies, if they have the water, kind of doesn't show us what we're necessarily talking about. So then the second one goes over the the mixed solid and liquid meals. Now, I want to read here what this is saying because I think it's important to understand how small this study was. 20 normal subjects were studied using this combined solid liquid meal. 10 of them ingested a liquid meal alone and 10 a solid meal alone. The liquid emptied from the stomach significantly more rapidly than the solids. The emptying curve for liquids was exponential compared to the linear emptying curve for solids. The gastric emptying rate of the liquid component was slowed significantly by simultaneously ingestion of the solids, but the emptying rate of the solid was not affected by the liquid. So basically what that's saying is, if we had the solids with the liquid, it slowed the the emptying from the liquids, but it didn't do it in reverse. Yeah, but that's not necessarily what we're talking about. What I would like to see is a study that shows somebody having the same meal with or without water. How did they feel? How did it affect their digestion? Were they bloated? Did one feel better than the other? And neither one of these studies is showing us this. But the interesting fact is, I know working with Lynn Janae Resetis on the metabolism plan, she has actually has, it is research she has done with her clients themselves. And she can tell you every single time somebody drinks water with a meal, 
there is a change in the digestive system either right then and there or the next morning when they step on the scale. Now, is it significant for someone that's just overall trying to live a healthy lifestyle? Maybe not. But if somebody is having digestive issues or trying to lose weight, these little things make a big difference that she has found. Now, I want to do take a look at one other thing, and I found this really interesting. Now, keep in mind, this is coming from Nestle, you know, the makers of bottled water. Okay, so kind of be a little open mind to this because there is some conflict of interest here, but it's interesting what they have to write. A glass of water when sipped slowly during a meal can actually aid digestion rather than cause any bloating. In contrast, other beverages such as carbonated beverages and juices can cause bloating. These beverages actually fill up your stomach and delay the digestion process. What the fuck? So now I understand with the carbonated, why it can cause bloating and stuff like that, because carbonated beverages does cause a lot of bloating for many people. Liquid in the form of juice can delay the digestion process, but water doesn't. Where, where's the study on that? Because that's what I'm interested in. And listen, I understand from the public health information, most people are already severely dehydrated. So it's dangerous to tell people don't drink water with meals because that's going to translate into don't drink water. So we have a public health that's already severely dehydrated and now we're going to severely dehydrate them even more. Listen, I totally get that. But from a practitioner that knows their clients are already having digestive issues. Listen, digestive issues are one of the biggest complaints when it comes to, and not acknowledging that possibly something as simple as having water with the meal could be affecting them. I think that does a little bit of a disservice. But I think what we need to acknowledge is water is super important. We have to be drinking our water. There is, you cannot cheat your way out of properly hydrating your body. But what we do need to do is we need to be mindful of how food is affecting us, how fluids are affecting us, and if you are having a digestive issue. And I think this is really important. If you know you have digestive problems, if you find yourself bloated and retaining water and having these issues, let's look at a few other areas. Let's look at how food is affecting us. Is certain foods making our digestion worse? Do we know when we don't eat pizza, our digestion is better? Well, he, don't eat the pizza. Do we know cheese makes us, our stomach cramp and we don't feel good? Well, I know cheese is delicious. I love cheese. Cheese is kind of like my superfood. But if it doesn't work for somebody else, then don't eat it. If something doesn't make you feel good, don't do it. But if you're finding yourself where you're still having issues and you still can't figure it out and you are properly hydrating your body. I think I cannot emphasize this enough. Properly hydrating your body needs to be a priority. But if you are properly hydrating your body and you're still having issues, let's just try moving the water away from our meals and see what happens. Because if it's something as simple as water affecting our digestion, when we're drinking it at meals, just 
don't drink it at meals. And it's interesting that Nestle has said when water is sipped, okay? Now, how many of you have ever sipped water at a meal or have we guzzled it? Because that is more what I see with clients when they're drinking water. And it's because of how their meals are structured. Maybe their meal is too salty and we know salty meals makes us drink more water. Maybe our meals are too spicy because we know when meals are spicy, we drink more water or more fluids in general. And I think that's a big thing here is that most people are not sipping water. They are guzzling it. They are having one whole glass, two whole glasses of water and trying to bring in a meal that's probably not the healthiest of meals. You know, we know there's certain foods that are harder to digest. So, you know, a lot of times let's burger and french fries. Perfect example. Now, if you have a weak digestion, you're bringing in a burger, which is red meat, which can be harder to break down. On top of that, you're having a lot of fat, which slows the digestion naturally. Then we're bringing in a bun, which the the wheat, if you are, have a sensitivity to wheat, can be harder to digest. So you already have two components in that meal that could be harder to digest. Now let's put in french fries that are probably fried in oil. Again, if you're having digestive issues, this is a lot of fat, which fat naturally slows digestion. And then on top of that, you're putting in water, so you're already starting to dilute those digestive juices, potentially. I'm gonna put my air quotes here because I don't think there's been a study that has actually shown us this. However, Nestle, the maker of fluids, are telling us that fluids do affect our digestive juices, just not water. Like I said, I want to see the study on that one. But, you know, it's just interesting. So what do I say with this? And how do we take this information and put it into our regular everyday lives? First off, we have to make sure our bodies are properly hydrated. If your bodies are properly hydrated and you have the availability to move those waters away from meals, I think you should try it and just see how you do. But making sure when you're moving that water away from meals, and let's say even if we moved it like 30 to 40 minutes before and after a meal. I know Lynn Janae, her recommendation is one hour. It's really 45 minutes, but we'll do one hour before or after meals. If we can separate that and see how we feel. So what does that mean for mealtime? Well, now I'm just going to talk about somebody that works a typical regular work schedule. If you eat lunch at noon, stop drinking water at 11 and don't start drinking water before one o'clock. It's really not that long. The same thing with breakfast. Now, if you work a shift lifestyle and your schedules are a little bit, you might have to modify that a little bit, or maybe it doesn't fit your lifestyle without working with a health and wellness professional to help you figure that out. Health coaches would be a great place to start with that because they can take a broader look at your lifestyle and figure out what works. But just try it. If you do it and you notice it makes no difference, then go about your life as you were. But what if it does make a difference? You know, this is where that power of food journaling really comes in and knowing what food affects you and what doesn't and what foods make you feel good and what foods might not. You know, it's 
about taking control of your own health and wellness and understanding how your body is particular to certain things because I can guarantee you your body is different than a lot of other people's body and it's going to be different. Now, if you work a shift lifestyle and just getting water in throughout the day is hard enough without adding this complexity, then don't worry about it because I would much rather you get the water in than be dehydrated. And I think that's the takeaway. But I think the other takeaway on this is if you are struggling with digestion, is do your own research. Journal your foods, journal your fluids, see how you're doing, and make sure you are properly hydrating your body. I cannot stress enough how important it is to properly hydrating your body. And when we talk about properly hydrating we, your body, we generally see half your body weight in ounces. You know, a lot of the information out there that eight glasses of water a day is minimum, and it's based on somebody that weighs like 150 pounds. So really be mindful of things, but we want to take ownership of ourselves and make sure we are living our life to the fullest and our body is optimally functioning and making sure we're drinking water is going to do that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. All the research I talked about is in the show notes as well as some other things. I hope you all have a great week and I will talk to you later. And as always, don't forget to eat your effing veggies. <laughs>